Hey everybody, Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading 4. It is Thursday, June 3rd, and the market is yeah, kind of sideways, kind of, eh. but I do have some good news. The NVIDIA trade is doing very, very well, and uh, I just jumped on a interesting little trade on uh, BlackBerry, BlackBerry calls. This is really speculative, so I'll kind of just show you the chart and it just did this a few minutes ago but uh there's some there's some interesting stuff that i would like to show you so let's get into some of the slides here first so let's go and share that screen for those slides there we go all right so basically uh what's happening is the market is still kind of going sideways i mean it's just uh it's going sideways. That's all you can say. The volume is up, but uh, the NASDAQ is still below that key 14,000 level. And so it's off of TAD today, just 0.89%. Not a whole lot, but uh, definitely off. So, you know, there you go. Um, you know, it, it, it's the, the big tech stocks just aren't really doing well. Tesla's off a lot today. It's, it's uh, pulling back and it may hit a key level. Um, so, you know, you got to be careful if you're in Tesla, make sure you have your stops because I do think the next stop, uh, if Tesla moves below about five Oh, um, about five eighty, uh, then I think the next stop is five Oh two. And I think we might get support there, but you know, very tough if you're trading Tesla right now. Uh, but there's some bright spots and one of the bright spots of course is Nvidia. So I want to kind of show you the little chart on Nvidia. NVIDIA is coming up on a four-for-one split, and these don't happen very often. As a matter of fact, the last time NVIDIA split, it was <laughs> it was 14 years ago. Wow, long time. That was even before I came to Dallas here, because I've been in Dallas here almost 12 years, but well, since 2006. So, so I guess, four, no, I guess it is right about 14 years. So I've been, you know, the last time that the NVIDIA split was when I came to Dallas in 2006. So, wow, long time ago. Um Interesting thing, it's been moving higher. Uh, you know, basically, this is, you know, with this chart, you were looking at kind of where it's at. It's moved past the buy point. Uh, current, when this slide was taken, it was at 684, up about $34 or about 5%, which is incredible. Also, the volume is up. What's happening is that uh, a lot of the big money seems to be moving into the stock. And that's not surprising because. Uh, typically, what will happen with a, with a stock split like this is that prior to the date of record, which for NVIDIA is going to be June the 21st, so it's coming up pretty quick, um, that's when the stock tends to move up higher. And I do expect that we are going to probably get a little bit of a bounce. It might, you know, it potentially could go as high as 800. You never know. Um, before it does split. And of course, it's going to split four for one, so that if you're of record, on June 21st with, with uh, NVIDIA, you will receive four shares of stock for everyone that you have. So uh, basically, that won't happen until after July 19th. So it's going to take quite a while for it to trade as a split share. But uh, typically, the way these work is, um, at least with these, this thing, is that typically you will see an acceleration of price into the uh, date of record, which is the 21st of June, and then uh, up until the, the day of the split. And then typically after it splits, you'll see the stock pull back. And the reason is, is because a lot of people will readjust their portfolio and sell off a lot of shares. So um, the way I like to trade it with both options and with individual shares is to 
uh, accumulate shares from now until about the 21st, that's the date of record, and then sort of kind of let it go and then sell it on the 19th of July. Of course, that's the day that it will it will uh, be the last day that it trades as uh, uh, unsplit. And then after that, of course, it will change the split share. So if, for instance, on the 21st of uh, the, the, the uh, 19th of July, the price of, Tes of uh, NVIDIA stock is $800 a share. The day after that, on the 20th, that's when it's going to start trading for $200 a share on the split basis. So that's kind of a good opportunity uh, that may be available to, to people. Uh, I'm trying to take advantage of it uh, as well uh, because I do think that, you know, it, it's a, it's a, it potentially is a very nice opportunity uh, as going into, uh, you know, an event like this on a, split, on, a, on a stock like NVIDIA. Currently, though, I am mostly trading stocks that are not in the NASDAQ. I'm, 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 I'm loading up on stocks that are in the oil and gas area. That's been doing very well. And, but I do have some other, you know, outlier stocks. I, you know, I did do this, uh, the, I just bought some naked calls on BlackBerry, which eh, may or may not be the right thing to do. I may be a little bit late to the party there. They're 15 June 4th calls. So they expire tomorrow. So we'll see how they trade. Um, and that's just kind of fun. Of course, I set my stop loss at 80% of what I bought it for. I bought these calls for 198. Uh, a call which is a little expensive and uh, i set my uh, stop loss on that for 154 so if i'm wrong well i'll lose about 20 percent on that yeah, about you know um on this about 200 bucks but if i'm right well i'll be very right and uh, so i'm worth i'm worth worth i'm i'm willing to put out that for that but it's uh it's it's a relatively speculative trade so i just want to kind of show you that this is the uh blue dot special <laughs> i have a blue dot special haven't bought this one yet but I am looking to buy this one. This is Continental Resources, and it has been doing very, very, very well today. It is basically with a 99 relative strength, and it's moving higher. It's right at a buy point. This is what I kind of want to highlight to you. Continental Resources, of course, this is Harold Ham's company. He's kind of well, the father of modern fracking. Uh, you know, so if you if you if if <laughs> if you are a person that that is offended by that, please put some uh, you know. Put your put your fingers in your ears so you won't hear me hear me talking about fracking. But this company, Continental Resources, is the one that made that big uh, that big deal up in uh, um, North Dakota. They've been moving a lot of their uh, 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 acquisitions to the Permian, which of course is in West Texas. And this one might be a good one. It's really a relatively inexpensive stock, six dollars right now, up of thirteen percent in one day. That's pretty good. Uh, and it and it's got a relative strength, and everything is looking correct on this on this chart. We have a this this relative strength line. This this blue line. It's moved to a higher high. This is really what you want to see, and it's looking very good. So we might want to put this one on your radar. It's Continental Resources, and uh, the symbol on it uh, is. Uh, oh, I think it's. Did I get did I get the symbol out here? I think it's. Oh, where does it say Continental? Where does it say give us the the symbol? C R, God, just gracious! I should I should have this. I'll get you that in a second. I, I haven't bought it yet, but I'm looking to pull the trigger possibly tomorrow if it can hold on to this gain. So looks good. This is the blue dot special. Kind of trying to do, kind of try to be more on this show. I'm trying to be more uh, sort of, uh, you know, kind of like K. You remember? I don't know if you remember Kmart, but I, they used to have the blue light special. Love, love that when I was a kid. Um, here's what I got so far today, and this is what I'm holding. 
long, this is a swastika holding long, still holding on to my Apple. It's 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 pulling back. I've been selling I've been selling covered calls on it, and so that's eh, a little disappointing in terms of where it's going. But uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, um, you know, it it it, uh, it it is it is what it is, and it just eh, I don't know. It just seems to be in a funk. There seems to be a resistance on Apple stock at about 127. So kind of interesting there. In Matador Resources, this is the gift that keeps on giving. This is an oil stock. This is a little oil and gas company based here in Dallas. And uh, it's been doing very well. Symbol MTDR. And that's up today. Not a lot, but a little bit. Whiting Petroleum. This is another one that I'm in. This is another little ENP stock. The, the volumes on this has been down, but the prices are up. Pretty good. Uh, Newmont Mining, eh, off there a little bit. My real star of the day has been NVIDIA, of course, and it's it's been moving up very nicely. It's up, uh, the volume is up 66%, and the price today is up about $2.31%, uh, 2.31%, so it's doing pretty good. MGM is down a little bit, just a tad, not a lot, not a lot of volume there. Uh, gold shares have been the real disappointment today. They're off significantly because, and, and uh, actually it's a good thing that they're off because the reason that they're off, of course, is because they had a very good uh, unemployment uh, jobs number. So that's good. I, I, I you know, I'm, um, but I'm still in, I'm still in the spread on this one and uh, we're still up, uh, we're still up on this one too. So that's pretty good. Also in another oil and gas pump, QVV, up very nicely, 3.68%. And of course I have the holding in Virgin Galactic and that's up too. Um, a lot of volume on this one at 31.54. So that's kind of giving you the the the, the look see on it. So let's, without further ado, get to some of the questions. Thank you everybody for holding on. And by the way, if you're on TikTok and you're taking a look at me on TikTok, um, I do have the charts. Uh, they're available. It's super easy. Just jump over to my profile, hit the link, and then scroll down, and you will see the live uh, YouTube version of this show. Um, the version version of the of this show. So uh, looks looks pretty good. Okay, actually, let's take the first question from TikTok. Can I buy Nvidia uh, eight six at eight sixty two? Wait until uh, the twentieth. Will it rise? Well, you never know if if Nvidia is going to make that rise. But you know, it, it's you know, there nothing is for sure in this life except for death and taxes, of course, as we all know. But um, I do think that we're very likely to see. I don't know if we'll see 800 uh, by the by the 25th of um, by the by the 20 by the 20th of July. I don't know if we will, but I think we're going to see a high it higher than it is currently. So um, you know that's that's one thing I do think we're definitely going to see. Uh, I do think we're going to see it higher than. Oh, well, we, there we go. We're there we go, and we're sharing it. This is Nvidia. Let's take a look at the price on Nvidia. So I do think let's. I'm going to pull back to the. I was. I I did size my positions off the weekly chart, but this is the daily chart. It's pulled back a little bit into the close, but it's still up significantly. Uh, and it's beyond the with the, the the buy point here, so you might be able. It's it's cooling down a little bit, but I do think that we're going to see it move higher. Now, can I guarantee it's going to move higher tomorrow? Probably it's going to pull back a little bit tomorrow, but I definitely think that uh, Nvidia is going to move higher into the four for one split. Uh, that's that's what it's looking at. Let's look at the five minute chart on this, just to kind of see. Yeah, we're starting to get some. We're we're starting to get some pullback. Uh, it seems as if you know, there seems to be sort of a support at about the 680 level. Uh, 
Uh, today we moved really from you know really from a below about uh, you know about 665 up to uh, as high as 690. It pulled back. Looks like it's pulling back to about 580. Uh, 580. We'll get we'll get to support there most likely based on this little action here. Most likely we're going to see some support probably right at about that 680 level. It, it, it's uncanny how um, support tends to be at. At, at even numbers and 680 is an even number. So that's an interesting, uh, that, that's an interesting thing for, um, for NVIDIA. So let's take the first question. Um, this is from Dinesh. Uh, hi, Jim. Looks like a start of a short squeeze on workhorse today. 14th, oh, interesting. 44% of the, sh of the float is shorted. Do you see a bigger squeeze coming? I'm in at 10. Wow, that's very good. Let's look uh, for Dinesh. Let's look at workhorse. You know, in workhorse potentially, WKHS could be a good opportunity. Uh, oh, look at that! Wow. Yes, I think it is beginning. <laughs> I absolutely do. I absolutely do. This is a very interesting. Good. This is a good call, Dinesh. By the way, um, I'm looking at the daily chart. We have a nice spike up here, and it looks like yeah, it looks like the beginning of a surge. Yeah, uh, you're in at ten. That's a beautiful number. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Beautiful. Yeah, I tell you what, Dinesh, boy, I wish I had I I wish I had seen this one because this is this is this is classic. I think what you want to do is uh is 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 move your stop loss up very quickly to about that fourteen dollar level because you know you've if if you're in at ten, you've already made fifty you've already made fifty percent on this trade. So that is just that is just awesome. I think you really nailed it. Because we definitely had that reversal, you, it was totally had the the amount of um, float. Let's let's look at that float again. I'm going to kind of to see if I can. Yeah, let me let me see if I can uh, put that out there. So let's see if I can. Let's look at the float on this. I'm 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 doing the calculation off screen. Um, so maybe I can put this. Maybe I can show it to you. So my calculation on screen. So let's see if I can do that. All right. Okay. Let's see if we can put that in. All right. So let's go and see if I can give you a different view of that. That will have the calculator on there as well. Pulling that up right now. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So let's check for Dinesh. Um, let's let's check the uh, um, you know let's let's check the. Um, the, the 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 squeeze. Let's see what percentage we're we're talking about here, with 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 the short squeeze. So to do this, we go over to the the weekly chart, and then um, we basically look to see how many days we have. We have, okay, so short interest is four point one days, and we multiply times the average daily amount. Boy, that's that's a uh, that's a lot of volume. Eleven million. Uh, four hundred and seventy-five thousand five hundred is the average daily volume. So that's going to give us that amount of supply. Let's divide it by the amount of outstanding shares that we have, and the shares in the float are one hundred eight, uh, one hundred eight five uh, five hundred. And this is uh, okay. So one hundred eight million five hundred thousand. All right, so let's see exactly. Yeah, this you're absolutely boy. Forty-three percent, forty-three percent of the 
of of uh, of workhorse is short. Yeah, this looks like a short squeeze. Absolutely, Dinesh. Man, I think you've done very very well here. I think you've done great here, and uh, it's very 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 good deal, um, Dinesh. Um, I would I would be pushing my stop loss up. I do think this is going to pull back. It's already starting to pull back a little bit into the close. It was up 15, and now it's at 14.62. But looking pretty darn good. Pretty darn good, Janesh. I think you really made a good move here. Very, very nice. Um, very nice. I do think there is a bigger squeeze coming, but here's what I here's what you want to do to protect yourself. Um, just you know, don't guess when the when the, when the bigger squeeze is coming. Just keep pushing your stop loss up. Right now, I'd be about 14, and then just kind of look at the look at the chart to see how it's trading. As it's trading up, you know, I think we may have a bigger squeeze tomorrow based on this. I mean, look at the, look at these, uh, you know, look at these uh, these 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 volume numbers. It's spiking. So yeah, I think we I think we may have a bigger squeeze tomorrow. So here's what I do: I would set my stop loss. Uh, basically uh, at about 14 and then I'd adjust it based on that. But you don't want to go too much lower than that because you don't want to give up all that good profit that you have. You have 40% profit in this, in this trade. So excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Dinesh. Really. Thank you for sharing that. Here's one that I'm working on right now. And it's kind of, I probably am late to the party. It's a uh, Blackberry. It's been popular with, you know, some of the Reddit crowd. Now it's pulled up a little bit. Uh, so that's looking good. I will be moving my stop loss up on this one probably tomorrow. This one's sort of in. Let's. I want to kind of get a get a look see to see kind of what the what the float is on this one, kind of where we're at on on this one. I I'm very short on this on on, on these options. I bought the June just 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 a few minutes before I went on the show. I bought the June um, uh, the the June fourth uh, uh, fifteen calls. And then I put a stop loss, basically 20% below my, my buy price. But I want to look at the float and see kind of what's going on here, too, with BlackBerry. So we've got 2.4 days supply uh, times the amount of the average day of volume, which has been absolutely huge, 21,083,800. Uh, so this is 21 million. Boy, this is a lot of shares, considering. So we have basically... Um, uh, we basically have 50, about 50 million uh, shares that are short, and we're going to multiply that times the total float. Now, this is a little bit less at 559. So this isn't quite where Workhorse was. I think you really picked up a good one there on Workhorse. Uh, let me see that. So 559, 900. So this is a this is a large, large float. There we go. Okay, there we go. So this is about a 10% float, which is really where you start to see shorting coming in. I probably didn't move into this one quite as well as I should have. I kind of missed the boat. I probably should have been putting this, uh, you know, putting putting buying these calls at 12, you know, and I, I just I just got busy today and I just didn't uh, I just didn't I wasn't watching <laughs> I wasn't watching it close enough. So hopefully I'll get something there. But uh, that, that's another interesting potential deal there that might that might be a good one all right thoughts on nokia and ford or is ford a better buy boy these are really two opposite ends of the spectrum um i like ford a lot but it's kind of a slow and sure wins the race kind of stock it, it's a great stock i've owned it but i just have not been able to make money on it uh i just haven't been able to make money on it but it's it's looking good today it's up one point 
four five, which for fifteen dollars stock is an awful lot. It's almost up ten percent today, uh, but it is unfortunately out of a buy zone. As you can see, this little blue here. My I have pattern recognition on this particular software that I use, and that is the buy zone. So we're above the buy zone, unfortunately. Very good stock. Um, you know, they're 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 going to be strong uh, in this. It, yeah, look at that. It comes up right up to sixteen. So it's going to it's going to close very very strongly. You know what? If if this can get up to basically this slope, I'm going to draw the slope line here. If we can get, eh, let's see if we can put it in. If we can get a slope like this, we may see it go as high as maybe 17. I can see this next week or possibly into the if if this retakes this this trend. I don't know if that's going to happen, but this is a good stock. I mean, uh, this is this is a good stock, but it's more of a it's more of a longer term kind of investment uh, thing. Nokia, on the other hand, is um, been a troubled stock for a long time. I remember having a Nokia phone; loved it. Um, this one may be getting ready to do some some of this kind of short squeeze action. Let's check this for short squeeze because uh, you know that's always kind of interesting to see that, to to see that. But let's 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 see if we can calculate to see what Nokia looks like to see if if there's if, if there's any situation where we might have a short squeeze on this one. So let's look uh, quickly here. It looks like it's pulled right out of, a, out of a buy zone. So it is currently buyable right now with a relative strength of 72. Will I buy it at this level? Well, I want to check something first. We don't have very much short. Yeah, so this seems to be well-priced. Very little short activity on this one, 0.8. So uh, basically less than a day of short interest. Uh, and the average daily volume is 39 million six hundred and seventy seven thousand nine hundred here we go so we have about thirty one thousand thirty one million shares that are currently held short uh let's see if um well, there we go let's let's see what that would equal on the amount of float so we got a huge amount of shares in the float five hundred and five thousand five hundred and wow that is a lot in the float. So five 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 seven four zero 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 zero. Wow, a lot. Uh, so basically, yeah, there this is there this is I don't think this is in any danger of having a short squeeze. I don't think I don't think that Nokia doesn't look like it's being shorted at all. Looks so so there's not really a short squeeze opportunity here. You know, this actually is I would see this one might be a very good opportunity. It's, uh, you know, it's a little bit volatile. But I would say out of these two, out of Ford and Nokia, I think Nokia probably is going to be the better one. It looks like it's just come through earnings, and the earnings were excellent. 700% up in terms of its um, uh, profits. Wow, that's really good. Uh, really, really good. I just want to kind of highlight this. 700% up in terms of profit and 10% up in sales. So things are kind of things are kind of looking up for, for old Nokia these days. So I'm liking that. I think Ford is great too, but I just think that uh, you might get more leverage with Nokia. This is a good this is a good stock that trades below um, $10. Now, the only thing I, I don't like about this, is, of course, is an ADR. Uh, it, uh, it trades on it trades on the exchange, I believe. I don't know if it trades what exchange exchange. I think it trades on the Frankfurt exchange. I'm not sure. It trades on an uh, European exchange. So that may be a little bit of an issue. 
uh, as well. But I think they're very, very, they're both very good. I think Ford is a little bit more extended. Let's just look at that one again. Kind of see. Yeah. Making its move, though. It's unfortunately, it's a, yeah. Ford is just a little bit extended. So it's breaking out. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that this is already broken out. You know, here's the thing with Ford. If you want to trade Ford, wait a day or two. It's probably going to pull back. But if it pulls back into the buy zone, I wouldn't buy Ford anything above about 1425. It's currently at 16. So out of these two, I'd probably look for Nokia uh, if they're looking at both of these. So they're both very interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. <coughs> Let's take another question. Thank you very, very much. Um, all right. Uh space okay excellent well let's look at space and of course everybody probably knows i'm in this one uh as well and everybody everybody on the discord room of course knows that um by the way if you're interested in the special discord service uh it is available and if you want to find out more about it very easy to do just go over to um just go over to this address um www.vinny.com slash u slash Dallas Trading Floor. So if you want to find out more about, about that um, the special Discord service. And we do, we were talking about Virgin Galactic in here. It's pulled back a little bit. It's 3105. I may be, I think I'm out on this one because I set my stop loss uh, just a few minutes before this at 32. So I believe I'm out on this one, pulling back a little bit. But we may, we may have some more profit opportunities. Let's see. Let's check just kind of check in and see what the short interest is in terms of, you know, in terms of that. So again, easy to do this. We just look to see, okay, where are the, it's two days worth of interest. Uh, and we have the average daily volume. Look at that. Wow. It's, it's uh 20 million. This is a lot of shares. Changing hands. Two Oh three zero zero zero. And actually it's interesting. They're located headquarters in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Great place, by the way, if you've never been there, it's definitely worth your time. It's a great, great place. Um, okay, so let's look at that. And we've got two days. So we've got about 40, 000, 40 million shares outstanding that are short. Let's look at the amount in the float. And that is 201,400. Yeah, so so that's about that. So we only ha we have a 20% float uh, short on this. So there is... There is a potential for a short squeeze here. Absolutely. There is a potential for a short squeeze. So you gotta be you gotta be concerned about that. There is a potential for it. When whenever you get more than about twenty percent of, of the outstanding shares that are that are that are sold short, that's when there's a potential for a short squeeze. So just wanted to bring that up for everyone. I think uh, if you're in at thirty two, you probably I think this is likely to turn tomorrow. Let's look at the five minute chart. But here's the thing. I would be out of this. Uh, yeah, I think where you got to let, if you're in at 32, I think you've got to put your stop loss right about there. That's about the 30, 50 level. That's the key level on, on, um, on Virgin Galactic. That's, that's sort of the, you know, that, that's sort of the key level on, on that stock. So that's where I would probably put my, my stop loss if, I was in at that price. So still very interesting. Uh, very interesting. Um, here's, so here's what I would do here, Samuel. I would consider, um, I don't think you want to sell right away, but I would put my stop loss 
I, I put my 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 uh, my stake in the in the ground here at about thirty fifty. So that's going to be you know I don't want to take any more than about a seven percent stop loss, uh, more than seven percent loss. Let's let's kind of look to see just to, to 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 check that out. And that would be if you're in at third if if you're if you're in at uh, say thirty two, and you 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 set your stop loss at thirty fifty. Point five. There we go. That's going to give us about and and subtract of course one. That's going to give us about a five percent. Uh, that's going to that's going to give us about a five percent range. So I think that's probably where you want to be on something like that. So I wouldn't sell it immediately, but I would consider putting my uh, stop loss at about thirty fifty. That's where I uh, that's where I that's where I put it. Just because I do think this can turn tomorrow. It's very volatile, but if you if it pulls back, you want to protect yourself. And uh, the way you do that, of course, is with those stop losses, I, which I really like. Uh, you know, I really like stop losses. I'm a big, big fan of them. All right. Uh, okay. Question FUV. Let's see FUV. So I'm going to look here at FUV. And that it oh interesting okay so I don't know this stock I, I'll be honest with you develops three wheels vehicles okay so this is sort of in the automotive space and the automotive space you know with Tesla moving the way it's moving I I am not as I'm not as hyped on it as I was it does kind of look like there might be a reversal there you know I would just be I, I just if I was in I don't think I would enter this stock until it moved probably above this twenty. Uh, th this 2020 here, you always kind of want to, you kind of want to make sure that these things are moving higher. Here's the problem with this stock, at least as it is right now. There's what they call overhead supply. And what this overhead supply is, is that there's a lot of people that bought right about here. You can tell that they did. See, see, see that how they bought all there in, in there. Some of these people probably didn't sell. They're probably holding on. So as it gets above about this line here, you're going to see these people trying to sell and, and and come out whole. So there's a lot of overhead supply in this one right now. I really want to see it move really above about 2020 before I buy it. So I wouldn't be a buyer of this one right now, to be honest with you. So FUV I'd be a little bit more careful with just because of that overhead supply issue. All right, let's see if uh, go to – oh, okay. Uh, hey, gold is down. Absolutely, gold is down today, and, and I definitely have taken – a little bit of a of of of, of 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 a movement down in gold. Let's check. Look, let's look at GLD, which is the um, which is the uh, the bullion shares. GLD, and I definitely have some positions in this. Yeah, it pulled right to the twenty-one day line, and as you can see, it's at one seventy-five. My kind of my line in the sand on this one is one seventy-five. I'm just right about there. Why did it pull back? Well, who knows why anything happens, but uh, there was a very good uh, unemployment report, and it looks like inflation may be moderating a little bit, which would be great. I hope that's true. Um, you know, will it will it continue to fall? Well, I tell you, if it falls below about one on the gold shares, about one seventy four or one seventy three, I'm probably out. But we'll see. I have a I have a uh, I have a straddle on this one, so. We'll see. I don't. I, I own some physical shares, but I also have a straddle on this one, so we'll see how it does. But it definitely 
the relative strength definitely took a took a um, uh, a movement down. So let's take a look to see what the gold price is today. I'm going to see what the gold fix is. Gold price. And let's take a quick look at what that is on what that is. So here we go. So we'll pop that up. And it looks as if, yeah, we definitely had a pullback. Yeah, definitely had a pullback. Well, but wait a minute. It looks like it may have recovered. And it's interesting. Okay, this is, uh, all right, let's look at the daily price. I want to see the daily price. This is silver. I'm not interested. By the way, everybody, uh, don't buy silver as an inflation hedge. I know that everybody will tell you that silver is a great inflation hedge. I don't believe it. Gold is the only true inflation hedge, I think, even, even over Bitcoin. But let me take a look at what the Bitcoin fix is right now. Just to see, because that's kind of an alternative. Yeah, and it's up today, so that's 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 interesting. Bitcoin is moving in opposition to gold. So as if Bitcoin goes up, gold goes down. Very, very interesting. Um, but right now, uh, gold is down. It took a little bit of a hit today. Maybe we'll see it uh, move. Who knows? Um, great question, Kate, on Valet. Valet is an interesting company. It is, uh, uh, it is a... Uh, gold. It, it is a um, uh, it, it is it is a copper miner in South America. They've it's been seeing you know the 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 whole materials area has been doing very well. It looks like it's pulled back a little bit. Let's kind of take a look at it. Um, yeah. Okay. So the all time high on Valet is uh, twenty three oh two. It's currently at twenty two eighty uh, forty one. This is definitely actionable here. Uh, let's look at the weekly chart to see if there's an entry. Well, okay, no, it's looking good. We it's up over the week. It's up four percent over the week, so that's good, especially in this kind of an area. That relative strength line is looking very good at ninety-one going upwards, but we're still not to the highest level. You know, here's the thing: if you're in valet, I wouldn't I wouldn't get out of it. But if you're if you're looking for a, an opportunity to buy this stock, I would I would recommend waiting until it in, it has a day it it, it ends the day. Above 2302. Currently, it's at 2241. So, I would be, um, I, 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 if I wasn't in the stock, I wouldn't buy it until it moved about uh, above this 2302. That's a key level for it because that's the higher, that's the higher high. Let's look at the weekly chart. Yeah, see, that's that's right here. It seems like there's some resistance right here at about that 23. So we're almost at the resistance. I want to see it move through that resistance before I buy it. But I definitely think you can watch this this one. Good stock and a great area um, of the market. Where I'm really looking, though, to be, this is kind of a side note, where I'm re really looking for opportunities still is in the oil and gas area. And the reason I am is because this seems to be, at least from what I can tell, this seems to be where, now I currently have three, three oil and gas companies. I may get a fourth. Um, uh, oh, oh, great question on DocuSign uh, from one of our Discord members. So let me pull that up. Spike, oh, interesting. Okay, well, let's look at that one. Uh, let's look at DocuSign first. So I'm going to take a look at DocuSign and see what see what's happening with DocuSign. All right, let's look at that. Um, DOCU. I'm currently not in DocuSign myself, but it has spiked. And I wonder why that is the case. So let's look at that chart. Well, hmm. 
DocuSign, well, it seems to be it seems to pull below the ten day line. It has earnings. Oh, I see. Okay, at after hours. Look at that. Wow, it's well. This is very nice. Thank you for bringing this up. We just went after hours. They must have had some excellent numbers because look at that. Wow. Okay. So they had some excellent, excellent numbers. Yeah. Okay. Their numbers were their numbers were stellar. Okay. This one, I would still be a little bit careful about buying this one because it's below the 200-day moving average. But, but with it with it with it with a report like that, we're going to continue this trend upwards. So that looks good. Here's the thing. I would I would see how it how it opens tomorrow. Uh, I would definitely consider buying it above the 50-day moving average, which is at about 206. We're currently at about 203 after hours, so looking very, very good. Thank you for that. Very interesting. Thank you for bringing that to the attention. That looks like a, a potential reversal higher. Let's, let me draw the reversal line here to see. Yeah, okay. That's kind of where you want to buy it. On that line, oh, that's the line that that's probably the line you want to buy it on. I'm going to put that on the. That's the reversal line. So the question is, where would you buy this? Where would you buy DocuSign? Well, you know what? I would consider buying it if it moved above about two thirteen. That's what I'm looking at here. So it's got to move up about ten, about another five percent. But definitely want to watch this this one. This is an interesting one. So for right now, um, uh, you know, I would watch this this one for now. Uh, consider if moves above um, above about two thirteen. That's where I'm looking at it uh, right now. So that's that's kind of what I would do. I watch this this one for now. Consider if it moves above this this reversal line here. That's probably where you want to buy it if you want to buy it. But right now, I wouldn't buy it. I'd watch list this one just because it uh, it's not quite set up, but it's getting there. It's absolutely getting there. Is it too late to buy work, uh, Workhorse now? Well, it might be. Let's look back at Workhorse, WKHS see kind of what's happening there um you know look oh look at that after hours okay let's, let's look at the after hours action on it um looks like it's pulling back after hours so i would not buy this one i'd wait to see how it opens tomorrow so here's the thing about workhorse i would be careful uh on this one right now i would be, I'd be a little bit careful on workhorse right now just because it looks like it's pulling back after hours. So it looks like the short squeeze has sort of subsided. So I think that this is a little bit too late. I, I wouldn't buy this one. Just I would be a little bit, little bit more careful on how it was trading because uh, I just don't want to, you know, the seat kind of how, it, how, it, uh, how it's looking. Uh, let's see. Okay. Wow, it's holding nicely. Okay. The BlackBerry trade looks like it may have worked. I just want to slip back to that one because after hours, we're starting to see a spike. Yeah, we're starting to see a spike in after hours. So what I'm going to be doing for everybody on my Discord room is I'm going to be pushing up my stop loss on this one. Currently, I have the stop loss um, basically at 80% at, uh, 80 of where I bought it. I bought at this, you know, 
um, uh, at, uh, at, 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 at 198 for each of these 15 contracts um, uh, for the, the 15 strike prices that I got. So I'm going to be pushing that up a little bit tonight, looks like. Uh, looks like, because that, that, uh, that option should trade nicely. It's up after hours. So there is a short squeeze going on in BlackBerry right now. Very interesting. So hopefully I can make a little dough on that. <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> we always like to make that dough. It's very, it's very helpful. All right, too late. So, so yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I think we got a probably best thing to do right now is to wait a little bit on uh, just for just for another opportunity. So I probably wouldn't jump into this opportunity. I'm just a little cautious, you know. I mean, uh, you know, if this was really a powerful market, we were in a, we're we we're in a confirmed uptrend, which we're not. Then I'd be jumping on a lot of these, more of these than I'm. I'm a little bit more careful right now, and I think that you know uh, that's that's that stood me well. So, all right, let's look at AI, and of course this uh, this one is interesting to me because I was in this one C3 AI. I I you know I did not trade this one well. I'll be I'll be the first one to admit it. Uh, you know I was in this. I was I it was looking good, and then it pulled back seven percent, and I was out, and I haven't been back. Uh, I still think the company's a good company, but this one is a tough, tough one to trade. Uh, we had um, a relative. We have a relative strength of of six. Let's look at the weekly chart to kind of see. Yeah, I still don't think this is breaking broken trend yet. I, I just, you know, I just I'm looking at it, and I, you know, you might be able to say that it's broken trend, but I don't. Uh, I don't know. I want to see it come back a little bit more before I'm interested in getting in. And, you know, I just, I, it looks like it's, it's, it, it, it was breaking trend, but it's pulled back. It seems like it's trading right at the 50-day line. Uh, it does look like we have a short-term movement up, but this, this relative strength down. So I would just avoid it right now. Unfortunately, I like the company. I like the idea. It's just not in a great area right now. Unfortunately, the computer, especially enterprise, is 165 out of, out of, out of 194. So right now. This sector of the economy, the the capital's flowing out of it. This is a very good company, but I just wouldn't be in it, and and that's just because it's uh, you know it's too speculative. I think there's better places to be in the market. And let me kind of let me kind of you know again sort of highlight some of these areas that I believe right now where the capital, the big the big capital, and of course that's really what we're doing here. We're just like little meadows falling along these huge whales. We want to see where those whales are going, and that's where we want to go there too because that's where the good stuff is. So uh, let's look at kind of the the ranking of, of the sectors in the economy right now. Well, right now, and of course this is um, computer software educational media is dead last. So we don't want to be there. The ones, the places we want to be are these oil and gas, these oil and gas royalty trusts, the oil and gas exploration. This is where I've been finding a lot of good action is in the oil and gas um the, the, the oil and gas uh, uh, produce the 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 E and P companies, the U.S. based E and P companies. There seems to be a lot of good stuff going on here. This is the whole group as a, as a whole. But let's kind of look to see what's in there. And the ones that I have currently in this group are Whiting Petroleum. I don't have Oasis. I want to take a look at Oasis. I think Continental Resources is right ready to go. This is one that you want to possibly consider moving into. I don't know if you want to move into before the weekend or not. I'm probably going to be buying a position in this one. It's called Continental Resources, the symbol CDEV. And of course, we started the program with this one. I, I think this one has some very good potential. It's right at a buy point. 
625 is that buy point currently. It's at 604. So it's just below that, just slightly below that. And I think there might be some good opportunities. Interestingly enough, with this one, I believe there's options on this one. Let's take a look. Now, it does have a fair amount of short interest, but there's options. Let's take a look at the short interest to see, make sure that we don't aren't getting ourselves into a potential short squeeze situation. So it's about 3.2 days uh, average uh, supply for shorts. The average daily volume, 7 million. Uh, 980,000, no, 960,000, excuse me. So it's 7960100. This is not quite right. I, I, I fat fingered it, but this is close enough. Yeah, this is close enough. So we have about 25 million shares that are outstanding. Let's check and look to see. And the float is 189,700. And then let's put some more in there. There we go. So we have about 13% of continental resources short. So this might be of a, a, a little bit of interest here, but this one I think might be a good place to look for potential um, for, for potential traction. It's in the right sector of the economy. It is moving very nicely. And uh, it does look like, um, have we gone through earnings yet? Yeah, I guess not. Um, but uh, uh, um, it does look, it looks like we're having some trouble with Twitch. So I'm going to jump off of Twitch here. There we go. Okay. Unfortunately, we're, we were off Twitch. I wish that I could have continued on there, but we seem to be having some streaming issues with them. So sorry about that. Um, okay, let's look at the next one. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's an African stock uh, from uh, Andrew LaCroix. Uh, what is your opinion on RECO, Renaissance Africa? You know, that's interesting. I don't know. Um, I have traded African stocks before, but mostly South African mining stocks. So I'll be honest with you on that. Uh, but there's some great opportunities in Africa. Um, if you can, if you can, if you can navigate, if you can navigate the landscape, you, you know, I've heard it said that you can make a ton of money in Africa, but you've got to be able to navigate the landscape. I don't, my, for some reason, my, my, for some reason, my um, my chart is kind of not not doing it. So let's go to back to another chart that we have, and this is uh, RECO. All right. It looks at look. R-E-C-O. There we go. I think this hopefully will, you know, I am having, I, I seem like I'm having some difficulties bringing up my charts. Ouch. Ouch. Um, so I'm not getting, I'm not getting the throughput that I'd like to get. I'm a little bit, uh, yeah. we will see what's happening there. Uh, okay. Well, start camera again. I'm experiencing some bandwidth issues, so hopefully I can I can give you a, a, a look-see on this one. Let's see if I could just go to the regular uh, chart. You know, that's Bitcoin price. Let's see if I can. We just look at the, see if I can, yeah, this is going to be, I, this is my lower res chart. So I will go to the, um, 
It's a little bit different chart here, R-E-C-O. Yeah. Recon technology, interesting chart. Okay, well, let's kind of take a look at it. Uh, there we go. So with this one, This is recon technology here, and it looks like it has really moved, really, really moved well. I mean, the relative strength is 99. Wow, this is looking good. Um, that's the weekly. Let's look at the weekly chart. It's got a, yeah, interesting. Okay. Boy, I don't know. Let's look at the internet. Here's how it's been trading. Huh. Okay. So we do have a little bit of um, we do have a little bit of resistance right here at about thirteen fifty. Uh, that is interesting. I don't know why it is trading like that. Um, huh. Okay. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I don't. Let's let's see how it, how it looks. Okay, it's so it's fourth in this group. Okay, back, okay. So this is essentially an oil and gas play. That's what I'm seeing. Um, composite rating. Uh, not stellar. Not stellar, but still not bad. No reviews available. Gosh, you know, I just really can't... I can't really figure this one out. I can't I can't figure this one out, Andrew. Um, it, it's a very interesting song. It's got a nice chart. I just don't know anything about it. I can't really give you, I can't really give you an opinion on it. Um, I don't, can't really give any opinion on it. But it, I would not buy that one. <laughs> That's anything, because the chart looks good. I just, it looks like they're in oil and gas. Um, just, just don't know. Oh, thoughts on Sunoco? You know what? Uh, you know what? I have full disclosure time. <laughs> I used to work for Sunoco. Very briefly, as a contractor I, here in Dallas, I actually worked for them. They're in the process actually of moving from Pennsylvania to Dallas. They were bought by um, uh, oh, what's the name of that pipeline company? But anyways, uh, they have been they have been moving. Uh, but Sunoco, I don't know what the symbol for Sunoco is. Let me check that really quick to see, you know, what we're looking at in terms of the um, Sunoco symbol. S U N C O. You know, I don't think I don't think here that we have. Um, I don't know. You know, I think that most of Sunoco is now owned by uh, the pipeline company. I believe. Um, all right. Let me see if I can go back here. Make that make sense of this. Okay. Um, Let's go back to StreamYard. Um, Sun Oco. Hmm. I don't know.
see. Tonoko, okay. It trades under Sun. Okay. What? You know, I was I, I, I actually work for them, so I, I should know this. But I don't. So let's look at Sunoco. Here's the thing. I do have some kind of relatively, not really insider information. It's well known. Um, I do have some information on Sunoco. Sunoco has a deal with with 7-Eleven. They provide all of the transportation and logistics. Well, not, uh, they, they, prefer, they, they provide the all of the gas for the, all the 7-Eleven stations. And there's like lots and lots of 7-Eleven stations that have gas pumps, almost 8,000 of these. So these, this is a major company in the, the gasoline retailing business. I think that, you know, with the summer driving season coming up, this is likely to do very well because the price of fuel has been going up. And, um, you know, I don't think we're going to be hit with any uh, supply shortages or anything like that. But I do think that the average price of gas is going to go over $3 a gallon. And this, it, this in the retailing distributing of motor fuels area, these guys are really big. I can tell you this for a fact because... I was doing a lot of, I was doing some database work for them as a consultant. And this wasn't very long ago. Uh, this was just about uh, a little over a year ago I, I was working for them. So I do like the company. Unfortunately, we're right above the buy zone. The buy zone is $33 on this. We're at 37 So it's a little bit extended. But this this is a actually a very good area to be in right now with, uh, you know, with, with this kind of market. I mean, it's just... Uh, it's a, it's a very good area to be in it because it uh, you know we're, we're we're in the summer season. These people, the, uh, Sunoco doesn't doesn't drill for oil. It doesn't refine it. It all it does is it just handles the logistics and the wholesale distribution of these fuels. So I think these people should do very very well into the um, it, into the um, um, it, it, uh, very well in the summer. By the way, fifty percent of this company is owned by. Um, one of the largest pipeline companies here here in in Dallas, but this is this this company is now based. Sunoco is now based in Dallas, so I like this company a lot. And of course, I'm not just saying it because I work there, but I just think that uh, you know it's looking good. It's got a nice checklist. Um, you know, we've we've got in, you know good fund fund ownership. The industry is is quite good actually. The, the refining marketing group, it's 39. So we're definitely in an area where we're seeing some increased uh, increased investment. So I definitely like this one. It's a little extended. I probably wouldn't buy it at this level. I think I, I really don't want to go more than about 34 really is the price. But see if it pulls back a little bit. It's a little bit above the buy phone, a little bit above a pivot. But everything on this is looking very good. It's above the 200-day line. It's above the 50-day line. It's above the 21-day exponential, and it's right above the 10-day line. So that is a very good chart. That is a very, very good chart, and I think it might be very worthwhile uh, in investing in that one. So that is a good one. Thank you very, very much, Jeet, for your question on that on Sunoco. Let's look at uh, Harvest, H-R-V-S-T. I don't know what, let's see if I can get that one. Uh, H-R-V-S-T. I don't know if that's a symbol or not. Uh, I don't think it is, unfortunately. Ouch. Oh, thoughts on... Uh, okay, here we go. This is Christian. Uh, thoughts on buying Nike earnings in June? Well, you know, Nike is one of the... Um, NKE is probably the biggest sporting goods uh, apparel company in the world. There are, some, there are some kind of disturbing signs on it, and that is... It is sort of been it, it's sort of been 
in this consolidation range, it's going it, to, it, it's, it's a little, it has a little bit of a downward trend here and it's in a consolidation. So I'm not sure that this area necessarily is the best area, but it's in this consolidation range. It's still trading above the 200 day line, but even if earnings, here's the thing, even they're probably going to have very good earnings, but even with earnings, I think that this one might not do as well. And the reason is, is because it's, Got a little bit of a downward trend. The group, the apparel, shoes, and um, uh, manufacturing group is is 106 out of 197. I just don't want to buy in that group if I don't have to. I want to be in, I kind of want to be where the money is flowing. And right now, the money isn't really flowing out of these kind of companies, but it's really not flowing in either. There is some There are some good 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 funds in here. Fidelity Contra Fund owns a, a piece of this so so does american century these are very very good funds but my guess is i don't know i would probably take a wait see approach uh just because it's it is trading above the 200 day line and for a dow stock that is excellent but i just don't like this relative strength I, you know we have a declining relative strength line so i don't like that i want to see it move up i want i want to see it as it i want to buy it as it's moving up and currently right now this is this is uh underperforming uh the market so i wouldn't do it uh, right now christian unfortunately nike seems to be underperforming so i don't really think i would want to be in that one oh cons this is interesting thank you G. <coughs> you have some great uh some great suggestions um cons is an electronics or it's sort of a I think they have like a buy to own thing, you know, it's like rent a center RII. Look at that. Wow. So that is tremendous. <coughs> they just had blowout earnings. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Good. You know, it's probably going to pull back a little bit, but boy, look at that. See, this is one of the reasons why you want to buy at these buy points as it's coming up to the higher high, because this is where they can explode. As you can see the, the buy point on this one, um, the buy point, the 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 buy point of this was twenty three ninety four. Well, what happened? It moved right to that, and then boom, it got good news. Boop, it goes right up. So it moved past that resistance, and there really is not a lot of resistance. So this could actually go a lot higher. Let's look at RII. This is in a good group too. This is the number one sector right now. You notice how it's retail, consumer, electronics. <coughs> and it's number one. This is the number one sector. So let's look at that group in general. Because if there, if you know, if there's if there's smoke, there's fire. That's kind of my <laughs> not um, Best Buy is in that category. So is Janine. This is the this is a fabric store and GameStop. But let's take a look at Best Buy as well to see kind of what's going on there. Okay, Best Buy isn't quite as good a chart, obviously, as Cons is. Cons is really, really good. Let's look at that. Con, C O N N. Let's take a look. Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> this is a gap up. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, this one might be worth getting into. It's it's pulled back one cent. So basically just stabilized. This is a good this is a good play. Uh, this is a good play here. I'm gonna put this on my watch list because this is I think you identified a very good uh, action, uh, price action here. This is this is looking very very good, very very good. 
this one hadn't been on my radar either. You know, and again, I was looking primarily in the oil and gas, but this, and you're right to look at this area because this is the number one area. You should see it, retail consumer electronics. It's the number one group right now. Wow. Um, I've been mostly looking in the oil and gas only because I, I have a lot of familiarity with this area. Uh, but this is a fantastic place to look. It's only, only really four stocks in there. But, uh, and of course, it, and of course the game stops in there, GME. And of course that was, that would had such a run up, uh, but it looks like cons is a good, is good too. So, wow. Thank you for that. That is, that is super. Wow. I have, I have basically run my mouth here. Um, uh, just going to look at Tilray. Uh, that's sort of our last question will be for Tilray. Thank you for bringing this up. Uh, Joseph, let's look at Tilray. Tilray, of course, is a marijuana stock. It's Canadian. And, uh, uh, it, it, I think Constellation Brands uh, is one of the biggest holders of it still. Constellation has been having, it's a big uh, um, T-L-R-Y. You would think that they would do, would have done better at this, but they're not doing as well. They're trying to diversify into this area. Yeah, boy, I just, oh, I just, mm, I wouldn't be in this one. I wouldn't be in this one. It's still... Got this nasty downtrend, uh, you know. It's just still got this. It's just still got this nasty downtrend. I'm afraid. Ah, uh, yeah. It's got a relative strength. This is good. It's improving. The the relative strength line is definitely improving. Uh, but I want to see. I just want to. I want to see more power. I want to see it move above 30 before I'm interested. They just went. Looks like they just went through earnings here. Yeah, it looks like they just went through earnings and their sales were off eight percent. And there's still a case money. Was, I would I would avoid this one, Joseph. I really really would avoid this for now, just because it doesn't look like it is um it it is it is it is good. So unfortunately, uh, that is kind of the 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 uh, long and the short of it. Okay, well, one last question because I because I know that you, I didn't get to everyone I was yammering on. Thanks, Ralph, for this. This is uh, on Neo. Uh, and of course, this is a. Uh, 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 I, I want to look at two stocks. I want to look at Neo, and I want to look at Tesla. Neo uh, today, on the after hours, is down a little bit. It's it's sort of, you know, it's still in the downward trend. So, right now with Neo, I think you got to be careful. They had some blowout sales. Look at that. Their sales are up, and they just went through. They just went their earnings, uh, um, 528 percent. That is terrific. Unfortunately, I don't think it's enough to, to, to you know, I, I wouldn't even really consider this until it goes above 60. And right now it's at 40. So I just think you got to, you got to kind of just grin and bear it. I mean, I, I just don't think you want to be in Neo. But let's look at Tesla and that'll be the last stock for today. Um, the reason I, I, I'm, pull, I'm pulling up Tesla is because I think it's very important. I think Tesla's at a key level right now. Uh, and I think you see it's pulled below the 580 and it looks like, yeah, we're going to see some continued weakness in Tesla, I'm afraid. I hate to tell you this because the relative strength line is is trending lower. Yeah, it's trending lower. The relative strength is down. We're seeing we're seeing increased selling pressure. Ooh, um, next stop is about 502. So this is probably where it's going to go at least. Oh, gosh, I don't want to say this because I'm going to get so much hate mail, but I think we may be seeing some support at 502. So be careful. I mean, there's probably going to be a dead cat bounce tomorrow. You're probably going to see Tesla uh, move up above 580, but if it can't hold that 580, 
the next stop is about 502. So not necessarily what I want to say to everyone, but I think that's what's going to happen. Well, thank you for spending an hour with me. I so appreciate it. Um, if you're interested in getting on our free action trailer, it's, it's super easy to do. Just go to www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. And of course, uh, we put out uh, alerts all the time um, on, on how, we're, how you know, we're trading stuff and, and how it's looking. And it's totally free. Uh, just to go to sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So until tomorrow, I'll be back tomorrow at 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern. Thanks, everybody, for taking time out of your day to take a look. And hopefully just jump, I mean, hopefully... Um, just get on the action trailers and uh, we will send you more information too that hopefully can make it so make you some profitable trades. And uh, I will see you tomorrow at two 30 again. Thanks again. And uh, thanks for watching and tell your friends, <laughs> tell your friends about um, Dallas trading floor. Cause we certainly, I certainly enjoy, um, you know, having all the questions cause these are excellent, excellent questions. So till tomorrow, two 30, uh, see you then.